The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. On leaving the synagogue, Jesus entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever. They immediately told him about her. He approached, grasped her hand, and helped her up. Then the fever left her, and she waited on them. When it was evening after sunset, they brought to him all who were ill or possessed by demons. The whole town was gathered at the door. He cured many who were sick with various diseases, and he drove out many demons, not permitting them to speak because they knew him. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. Simon and those who were with him pursued him, and on finding him said, everyone is looking for you. He told them, let us go on to the nearby villages that I may preach there also. For this purpose have I come. So he went into their synagogues, preaching and driving out demons throughout the whole of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Why is there evil and suffering in the world? Better yet, if God is all-powerful and all-good, why is there evil and suffering in the world? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? Job did. Job is suffering beyond comprehension. He has lost everything, including his children, and he cannot rationalize it. He can't understand why he has to suffer. Who could or who would? Have you ever suffered beyond comprehension? Have you ever asked God, why is this happening to me and my family? Why, God? Why do I have cancer? Or why, God, why did my son or daughter die? Why, God, did my spouse got die? Why did my business collapse? You know, suffering and evil are beyond comprehension. It's hard to wrap your head around it. Think about this. Why is there not only suffering and evil in the world, but those who put their trust in God and faith in God suffer evil also? It's beyond our comprehension. Some of the greatest minds in the last two centuries asked the same questions. So get this. In 1755, a great earthquake hit Lisbon, Portugal. Thousands and thousands of people died, including innocent children. And everyone was wondering, God, why did this happen? Now look at the 1940s. Why did so many innocent Jewish people die in Auschwitz? It's important to understand that suffering and evil are beyond our comprehension. We're never going to understand it. In fact, it's irrational. Here's God's answer to Job when Job questioned him about suffering and evil. Here's God's answer. Where were you, Job, when I laid the foundations of the world? Speak if you have understanding. Now, this is not much of an answer, right? But there's one thing that God did clear up. He's God, and you and I are not. 
In other words, you and I can't see the big picture. And it's scary. We want answers. We want to be in control. But there are things that are out of our control, everyone. We have been created by God to live in this world. You know what that means? That means we must put our faith and trust in God and simply live. Go back to Job. Job lost everything. But there's one thing he didn't lose. His desire for God. And he vocalized it. He said, God, why? You need to give me an answer. For Job to quit questioning God was to quit searching for answers. It was to quit searching for that relationship with God. Job longed for a deeper revelation from God and a deeper relationship with God. And guess what? Job had every right to complain, every right to question God, and every right to search for God. The book of Job invites you and I to embrace his restless quest. If you are suffering, or when you do suffer, when you're down and out, when you do not understand why all this is going on in your life, please do one thing. Please. Place your broken heart, your broken spirit, and all your questions. Place all of those things in the hands of God.